0: hello bienvenidos to the vida aka live podcast muchas gracias thank you for listening in today before we get started i did want to remind you that we are on instagram at vida aka live podcast follow us on there to keep up with the latest we do have a new episode every other sunday we're also reachable via email at vida aka life at yahoo.com okay let's get started all right okay ready (laughs) Ready or not. I know. Okay, let's go. Let's do it. Okay, so today I have someone very special to me. um, Babies, or Sylvia. So go ahead and introduce yourself.
1: Hello, I'm Sylvia. I'm a single mother of two. I'm a Latina. I am 39. I'll be 40 in January. How does that feel? I mean, it's not that bad, but to know I'm almost 40, and with this whole craziness... I know. Can you The even pandemic, right? I don't know. Yeah. I don't I'm not even like looking forward to it. Really? At first I was, but then I was like, Oh, they're closing everything up now mm-hmm. again. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what I'm gonna do. <laughs> Probably just with the family at home. We'll see. We'll see what we do. Yeah.
0: Do something. <laughs> we gotta yeah. do something. Something small, but definitely bring in the forty. <laughs> I know. You gotta do it right. Yeah, you yeah, we'll it. see. So BB's or Sylvia. Mm-hmm. What do you prefer? Or is it like with family and BBs and with everybody uh, else?
1: With family and like close friends, they know me as both. I mean, Sylvia and BBs. Not a lot of people, like other friends, like they don't really know me as long as, uh, unless they've been around me for a while. They, they know. And if they come around my family, most of my family calls me BBs. So they, they're like, oh, BBs. So mm-hmm. it's, it, it gets stuck with them. But other than that, everybody just calls me Sylvia. Okay. Yeah. <laughs>
0: So, okay, and you are my husband's older sister, so my cuñada. Yes, my cuñis, cuñis. Yes. <laughs> I love that. Okay, so uh, I have so many things that I would love for you to share, but let's get started with uh, you getting pregnant with your first. How old are you? Let's start there. Okay, I was 16 when I got pregnant with, okay. my, with my son. So how did like, it, how did it work out? Like cause you're in high school, obviously. I was in high school.
1: I played basketball and my baby daddy, I met him through the basketball team. He was actually the assistant coach of the boys' basketball team. That's how we met.
0: Wow. Yeah. Wow. So he wasn't he wasn't your
1: coach? He then? wasn't my coach, no. Uh-huh. He was the
0: assistant coach of the of the boys' team, the basketball team. So was he just the assistant coach or was he also like a teacher or no he was just the basketball coach at that school where where i went and how did it start like how did you guys know Um, you guys had something
1: It was just uh like on a ride back home from a basketball game where we sat next to each other and then it just started from there we kind of kept it like on the hush hush because he was a the coach which is kind of like wow well at the moment he's five he's actually five years older than me okay so, but, though, but still, he
0: was your. He was,
1: yeah, he was still. Well, at that time, he was older than me. I was 16. And he was Five 21. years older. He was already twenty-one. Hmm. So it was kind of like, okay, let's keep this hush hush because, right? It's he's pretty much older than me. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. Know? Mm-hmm. So, um, when my mom found out, because my mom found out first, that one. she would that he, that me and him were together. Oh, or, you know, okay. Because we would go to, like, basketball tournaments and stuff like that, and he was always there. Mom was like, well, what's going on? What's going on? And he ended up telling my mom. And mom was like, okay, but you know that you're older than her. And he's like, yeah, I know, but I don't care, you know? So it was mm-hmm. kind of like, okay, well, I'm letting you know so you know because I am older. Mm-hmm. So
0: that's how my mom ended up finding out. Did she try to, like, stop you guys from seeing each other? She just said it was our choice. <laughs> He just said,
1: okay, just be careful because you are older. And if somebody else says anything, then you're the one that's going to get in trouble. I'm not going to say anything. But if anybody else says anything, then it's going to be, you, you're, you know, you're going to be on the line for it, mm-hmm. not her, you know, mm-hmm. so just think about it and, and everything. So it just wow. went from there. My dad, my dad, on the other hand, because I was his, um, his only girl, was a little bit more upset, didn't talk to me for a while. Especially after finding out I was pregnant, when I did get pregnant, my dad was like, not talking to me for a while. He didn't talk to me until like, after my baby was born. Are you serious? It could be like, sitting on the table, and if I was next to him, he wouldn't acknowledge I was there. I would ask him for like, let's say the salt or whatever, and he would like, ignore me. (gasps) Somebody else would do it. He would just, he was just, he was just upset. He just did not.
0: That's how he processed it. He processed it in that way. Yes. And how did that make you feel? Um, I felt, I felt sad.
1: Yeah. You know, like that's my dad. That's your dad. And I did feel like I kind of disappointed him. And that's probably why he was, mm-hmm. he was that way. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it happened. No regrets. It, yeah. Became a mother at a young age, but it happened. But I, you know, life
0: went on and I made the best of it. So, so, okay. So you're in high school. So you were a junior or I was a senior? sophomore. Okay. You're a sophomore. Wait, okay, no. So yeah, I was, a, I was pregnant when I was a uh Wait, I
1: got all confused.
0: I know, right? right? Well, that's what happens. Everything starts getting tangled <laughs> up. Well, I was 16.
1: So, yeah, because I missed my my junior year while I was pregnant in my junior year. Because
0: I played oh, basketball. So you didn't go to school while you were pregnant?
1: I was going to school while I was pregnant. So I was pregnant my junior year okay but then you had the baby because i got pregnant towards the end of my sophomore year Mm -hmm. so then i you know i I went to school my junior year i was pregnant so i missed basketball Mm -hmm. because i played my sophomore year and then junior year i didn't play Mm. so i was pretty much like taking stats for the team pretty much because i didn't Mm -hmm. play basketball but i still wanted to be part of the team because that was my team so i was just taking stats or whatever And then I came back my senior year to play my senior year, which was kind of a little different because I didn't play my whole junior year Mm -hmm. and I was pretty much like not one of the main ones, which was kind of hard for me because I wanted to play, Mm -hmm. but I was just like, well, I missed a whole year pretty much. Mm -hmm. So, and it was, it was hard going to school, coming home. I, I, I I remember missing a lot of stuff during school, my senior year, Mm -hmm. but I mean, I chose my being a
0: mama so question did you want to get pregnant
1: no no so it was
0: a complete accident <laughs> it
1: was a complete accident i mean i'm not gonna get into details but
0: it was like sure. you know this for the moment i was like okay we'll hear whatever oh didn't so think that's, about that's, that's, it like, didn't think so. about it
1: didn't think about the consequences and it just happened
0: well that's okay so this might be a personal question but like like did it happen a lot or it was no. just like one time and then it happened uh no we'll just leave it at that <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: it just happened, but I mean Yeah, I mean, of course. Things happen.
0: <laughs> things uh, I am a firm believer that everything happens for a reason. Yeah. Okay. Same. I, I believe when God wants a life to come into this world He's good. It come. comes in the way it, it should come. I mean He has is it what we want, is uh, it the way, you know? Or are we ready for it? Or, right, exactly. Or vice versa
1: when you know, when he takes a life away. I mean exactly. it just happens and I mean, stuff yeah, do it's it's hard, but I mean When it comes or when it goes, it's still a
0: difficult situation, mm -hmm. but you make the best of it. So how did you find out? Did you try to hide (laughs) that you were pregnant for a while? Uh, No,
1: my mom pretty much off... My mom's uh, a medical assistant. Okay. So off off the top, she already knew. And since we always had like our periods pretty much the same, you know, you know, so she's like, okay, this girl's like missing one. I kind of tried to hide it, but I couldn't. Not with my mom. Not for long. My mom was like, we need to go to the doctor. Like, right away. She already knew. She already knew, and I already knew. Mm-hmm. But I was like, well, let me hide it for a little bit longer. But my as mom knew. My mom know. knew. Like, from the beginning, I could I could not hide it from my mom. She knew. It was something that she already was like, yeah, something's wrong. Let's, let's go. And because she already knew, because
0: he had already spoke to her, she kind of like, okay. So, like. Spoke to him. I'm sorry. Okay, so we know your dad was, like, not. A supporter <laughs> but like your mom it sounds it my sounds mom like, had, ha, yeah she was always she, there for me she, she was there for yeah you. she of course she tried
1: talking to my dad told him you know well yeah it like it happened yeah so well there's something we can do let's just be there for her and mm-hmm. my dad was like nope nope no. Nope. he was just mm-hmm. pretty much like upset like he just no was not for it Wow, I didn't but know I mean that. now it's like when when my son was born, my dad was like, "Oh my God, my baby, blah blah,", blah. you know, like he was always. And then there it was everything. a boy, and
0: it was a boy, and you course. know how these Mexican men yes. are with their boys. Like, oh,
1: it's a boy! Yes, a boy. Okay, fine, <laughs> I can deal with this. You know, that's so funny. But even then, now with my daughter, my dad's like, "Oh, cool, like with my my daughter too." So he's got his little,
0: yeah. he's got his little girl. Mm-hmm. His
1: like I'm not, girl. I'm no longer his daughter. It's like my daughter <laughs> Bella. You know, it's like.
0: Your mom was just saying that. Yes, together. my mom was
1: saying that today. Yeah, he, yeah, she did take over me. Yeah, like, so okay.
0: But yeah. That is so funny. <laughs> okay, so that's that's really cool that your mom was always there for you. But let's talk about baby daddy. So you guys are not together. No. So how, how did that relationship... Like, what was the flow of that relationship? So you guys got... Um, did you guys... Did he move in? He, he moved in. He moved in with us.
1: And then... My little boy, a little bit older, we ended up moving with his parents, but I think it was we were just both in different, different um, places in our lives. Yeah, we had our baby together, but he was already in college. I was still in high school, so he had another, I don't know, like point point of view of life, I guess, at that mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. So we were like totally opposites, even though we've tried making it work. I think we split up like three times. Mm -hmm. and then got back together like just to see like if it's gonna work but it just didn't it just never was the same so we just you know decided just you know well he was mostly his side at at the beginning I think me because I was young and I wanted to keep our family together because I saw my parents together I never Mm -hmm. saw you know Mm -hmm. separation or anything so I was like oh my god I don't want to do this I don't Mm want to be a single mom Mm -hmm. so I was like trying trying to make it work make it work doing everything possible that I could but it just it was just not going to happen
0: so do you feel that you like looking back, do you feel that you loved him? I did.
1: Um I mean I ha- I mean he's my the father of my son. I mean I I think, You're I, still, always I, think I think I still have love for him for for being the father of my of son. Course. And he was always there for my son, so I can't say, "Oh my god, he he was a bad dad." He no, never. I never talked bad about about him to my son, never. He was just, I you know, it just he was just not a partner for me. Mm-hmm. He's like the best dad that I could have asked for for my son, but for me it was just it just didn't work out. So how did you guys do co-parenting? It was hard at the beginning. It was hard. Um, always fighting, arguing about just little little things. The littlest things that we could argue about, we would just argue. So we would never had we never had good communication when we, when we would tried. So I always went through his mom. Like anything I had to say to him, I would tell her, pass it on. The so that's same how with him. Did it. The same with him, he would tell his mom or whatever because I, you know, he, she would babysit for me, so I would, you know, have more mm-hmm. communication with her
0: mm-hmm
1: it was just hard i think till my son was older i think me him and i started like having like a a decent we could all actually be in the same room mm-hmm. together and i mean we're not close close but we will say hi we, yeah, we don't say you know so we go I to met, events together but i met that's, you
0: in like 2009 i think mm-hmm. right it had to be like 2009 but at that time i remember we had a conversation about it or not about the whole thing of how i'm done or anything but about your baby daddy Mm -hmm. and I did ask you like oh so you guys are you guys good and at that time you said yeah you said yeah we're fine
1: it just yeah it just got to the point that a little bit older and I guess as time passed Mm -hmm. we just kind of said okay we're doing this for our son let's just grow up and just Mm -hmm. deal with maturity right exactly yeah and I just felt from his side that I was a little bit more mature at that time because he was just like it was if it wasn't about him or his point of view, like whatever I had to say was like
0: wrong. Mm-hmm. But it was just how we clashed, but I don't like the stereotype. <laughs> but I I think in general, right? Like Sonic Maduros. <laughs> I think they, they take a well, longer. Well they say they
1: take longer to mature, mm-hmm. no? hmm Not to, like you said. Not, not to, all of of to them, stereotype course, or anything, but, but yeah. And I think more on the Mexican side or the Latino.
0: The machismo. The machismo and...
1: like, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah. It was just that you know we could never like see eye to eye. But as a father, he's
0: he's a great dad. So how long were you guys together? So I guess how old was Vincent when you well, guys spl- officially split four. up? Like he after was four. all the time. Four. It was four. Mm-hmm. So for four years, you guys tried. Mm-hmm. We tried. Yeah. When there's children involved, even mm-hmm. though you don't want to stay in a relationship because of the kids, I have I have kids with Angel, and like I feel like it does factor in. Like mm-hmm. whether you're gonna stay with stay that with that person or not, person or not so because if... you don't wanna you, you don't wanna split up the family for your children. For do you children. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, do you feel like you guys tried for four years, <laughs> and you can like, you're at peace that you tried. I'm at peace that I tried.
1: I joke around. Well once in a while we'll joke around with son with vincent or whatever my mom asks him so hey what if your mom and your dad when they're older and they don't they're not married would you guys get will you let them will you let them get back together and my son's like yeah mom that'll never happen i'm like yeah i know that'll never happen and we just laugh about it but he's like no the way you guys are yeah it will never happen i go just to keep each other company you never know he just laughs and i'm like yeah whatever but yeah my mom brings it up every once in a while but we're like well i don't know we don't know we don't know what God has planned
0: for us, but we'll see.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but my son's like, yeah, mom, that's not not going to happen.
0: saying <laughs> he's so funny. Mm-hmm. I mean, after everything, you've raised such... You raised a man, but you had a part in that. He graduated high school. He went straight to... Cal State Long Beach, Mm -hmm. and he's doing the thing. He's doing, yeah. He's doing extracurricular activities. He's not just, you know what I mean? Yeah, he from the good. He was just a good boy. He never, yeah. I mean, as far as we know, he's not into like drugs. No, yeah, as we (laughs) know, no.
1: I mean, he drinks every once in a while, but I mean, I mean, like that one time, who was it? I think Nene gave him like a shot. (laughs) So we were at a party. Hello, Mexican parties, taking shots, and everybody's taking shots or whatever, and then um, Nene. I think it was Nene. I can't remember if Nana was Ivan. One of those gives him a little, a little bit of a shot because Vincent wanted some. Oh, no. I was like, what? Yeah, he had a little bit and he's like, never again, mom, never again. Oh, my they God, I still remember. I was like, oh, wow. Like, well, hopefully you don't drink, buddy. But yeah, he was like, he was dying. He was like, never again, mom. I'm so sorry. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, God. Nene. We're like, what? What happened? <laughs> But it was just one of those days and it was A we'll see I mean he, he's he's still a good boy he doesn't drink like I so whoa. what would be
0: your tips? Tell me how do I raise uh, a man
1: as a I mean I've had I had help from everybody around me to be honest with you like I you know I became a single mom I was six I was seventeen actually when I had him it was hard but having the parents even though at first my dad wasn't you know there like supporting me after my son was born everybody everybody around me was like very supportive Mm -hmm. my mom my dad even my brothers even though my brothers were young when they started growing up because they grew up actually with him as well Mm -hmm. they after after that when he started getting older there they've been there for him Mm -hmm. like now like you know when my son can't come to me he knows he can go to angel Mm -hmm. or edgar for Mm -hmm. advice Mm -hmm. he knows Mm -hmm. because I know it's hard for a boy to go hey mom I have a question about this yeah they're not comfortable talking to their mom about certain things you know Mm -hmm. so I always told them if you you can't you're not comfortable with me and you don't want to talk to your dad you always have your you know your uncles Mm -hmm. or even your grandpa Mm -hmm. even though it's a little bit harder for him to go with grandpa but I mean you always have your your uncles so I think that that's what helped the people around
0: around me and you guys being supportive so you guys shared custody. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like he was just with you or just with him. He was, um, he'd go back and forth, right? The only
1: reason we went through all that was because of a past relationship that what I was in. I was in a relationship after, after we split up, I ended up, you know, like, a, 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 mm-hmm. I, I can't remember how long after, but I ended up meeting someone and I ended up getting in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Well, this person was pretty much the one that told me, you know, metele chao support. Mm-hmm. put ideas in my head, of course, and, of course, being the person that I am or whatever,
0: I listened. Mm-hmm.
1: And that's how it all went, to,
0: Like, you guys had a set. We had a custody. set custody. Because then you guys took it go, to the but court. But then we took it to the then, court. We,
1: you know, fought and blah, blah, blah. And it was like, now I I, I think about it, and I was like, ¿para qué? You know, it was like, it wasn't necessary, but it was just, like, of the partner that, you know, yeah. the, whatever, you know, then it just happened. And I'm like, all right, whatever. Me Andale, you know? And it happened, I mean... I was with somebody, and it's kind of like, okay.
0: Wow. So how was his relationship with baby daddy? Did they not have like, or did they? They ever didn't get into
1: really it? get into it, but it was there was always a there was always problems, always you know. Because I'm sure baby daddy didn't want him around. Of course, his son, right? Of course, and then, of course. And then this guy didn't want my son. I don't know. It was just a bunch of drama. A lot. I mean, and of course me or whatever. Because when I I guess I can say when I'm in a relationship I give him my all. And I'm not the kind of person that just goes and it's like, okay, this didn't work and blah blah blah. Let's just on to the it's next. over. <laughs> one. I've actually had like three like relationships that I could say that I've been like on long term relationships my, my whole life. It's just hard for it's, me. I can't. I can't.
0: It's babies it's so hard for me to picture you with someone. I can't because I'm not. Since I've I know you, you. You haven't been with anybody.
1: I bring friends around, but I'm not really like. Dating those those friends, right. they're more just friends, mm-hmm. and people have never really met like people that I actually dated. Mm-hmm. Just because I don't bring them around, I'm not the kind of person. Like you're like, very okay, private. Yes, like. not even my friends. My friends, some some of them don't even know about you know what what, what goes on in my life. Like, I just don't <laughs> don't tell anybody if it's I not that smart. If girl. it's not something that I think is gonna be, I guess a sure thing. Like, I'd rather keep it to myself. I don't mm-hmm. want people to be like, oh, well, she went with this one, and now she's with this one, or, you know, she's passing on to this cause, one.
0: Because we're you know? all going to talk, Because everybody's mm-hmm. going to talk.
1: So I'm like, no, keep it to myself, and nobody's going to know, and that's it.
0: I got good advice one time that told me, like, when you get in a fight with your significant other – don't tell your family about it. Tell like girlfriends because if you tell your family... Even if you tell your friends because I have friends that tell me stuff about
1: their people and mm-hmm. when they bring them around, I'm like, oh, I don't like well, you see, right now. That's that's, an, that's another thing. Because, you can't be yeah, doing that. If, don't complain about your partner because next time you bring them around, we're going to be like, well, what the heck? Because we're going to get over it. <laughs>
0: yes. We're going to get over we're it. I don't know about you. Because you have love and you're going to mm-hmm. get over it. You're going to say, oh, it's okay. But the other, the other people that love you don't have the same love. And so they're gonna Mm-mm. be like, "Excuse you, mm-hmm. why is this guy still here?" Mm-hmm. So yeah, it and, just it happened, and it happens because too I love- when You're in a relationship,
1: you don't see the whole picture from the outside. Yes, you're so in love, like you say, you're so in love. This person can never do anything wrong or mm-hmm. whatever. But the other people around you, they see they all see that, it. and they tell you, but you don't listen. <laughs> you are the one that's supposed to open your eyes. That's what happened. I mean, you open your eyes, and you're like, you know what? Enough is enough, and I, I, I deserve better. I need to get out. Yeah. So that's when you just finally decide to just get out. And some people don't. No, they just stick with it. Mm-hmm. And now I guess now I'm like, I don't know. So yeah, so, let's talk about that. So, so now, now I'm like, like the soy de pocas pulgas. I'm like, you do me some oh no. Like, next, that's it.
0: <laughs> you do something, I'm like, oh no. Like something's like you know, they like, boo, I don't know. <laughs> so would you like right now, I know the the pandemic's on right now, so it's not like you oh, can Oh that, really right? that didn't even help. <laughs> So like, would you would you do online dating or are you doing online dating? I'm not doing
1: anything right now. No, you're you're chill. I'm chill. I'm focusing on myself, my daughter. That's it. All I can do is just be home. I can't. I don't go. I don't go out. Mm-hmm. You know, like we can't. And if I do, I have my daughter to come home to. It's kind of like you have to think about it. You know, if you do then- go, if you do get out and you have contact with other people, you're bringing all that stuff home. Mm-hmm. You know, and some people don't understand that I've been like so like low key and they're like, why, why, why? I'm like, dude, I have my daughter. At home. I mean, I'm already dealing with my parents. You know, my parents go to work. They come back. You know, I go, I can't be doing that myself. Mm-hmm. Have an extra exposure right. to go out and then bring it home to my well, daughter. So that's.
0: So you, you're one of the people that was affected by the uh, pandemic in the sense that you lost your job. I lost my and job, then... which mm. took me forever to get. I know. You finally got... <laughs> oh, we're going to get to that. We're going to get to that. But you finally got a job and then the pandemic happened and then you got laid off. And then I got and... laid off. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> Before this podcast, we were talking about what we want to talk about. And you said something that I, I had no idea you had gone through. But when you and baby daddy broke up, since, you know, he was your first love, you had had a baby, you guys were together for so long, it was really hard for you mm-hmm. with, to deal with that breakup. I mean, were you at a point where you knew you were done? Like you were you were ready to move on? Um, or was I think,
1: it... I think it was more after we actually said, he you know, we had broken up. I remember one time being in the car, I, I guess I was coming out of school. I can't remember exactly, but I was being in that car and I just said, like, to myself, I want to die. Like, th- it was just too much for me to deal with, to handle. And before that, my mom had already told me that she had seen me and she thought that I was like, I was depressed. And I was like, no, I'm not. I'm just, I just want to be, you know, stuck to myself or whatever. I don't want to deal with anybody. Go to school, come home, and that's it. But because of the breakup? But it was, I think it was because of the breakup, but it didn't hit me till after, I, th- I believe. And then, but at that point I said, you know what, I I need help, but I want to get out of this, but I know enough is enough. And I know it's over. It's been over. Mm -hmm. We've tried, we've gone back and forth, back and forth. And it's just not working. It's not, it's not healthy for us and it's not healthy for our son. Mm -hmm. Even though it was hard, like you say, he was my first love and that was the hardest part, I I believe, Mm -hmm. to let that go. Mm -hmm. But then at that point, I just said, okay, this isn't healthy. I'm hurting myself inside and I I need, you know, I need help. I just need to to just let it go. Let it go. And just focus on myself, focus on my son, on my schooling at that time and just move forward and actually accept the help that people were telling me that I, you know, they need it. And my mom had told me, you know, I'll take you somewhere or if you don't want to talk to me, you can talk to somebody else. And I made that choice. Because even my mom kept telling me and telling me and telling me, I'm like, I kept telling my mom, You're crazy, I'm fine. You're crazy, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. I wasn't fine.
0: So that day when you when you told yourself that you wanted to, to die, like I literally what, what do you think happened? I literally just that day that
1: balled. I don't know. I, I I I was just sitting there and just wait waiting just to go drive home. But I couldn't turn on the car. I just couldn't I don't know i couldn't focus on turning on the car Mm -hmm. i had my hands on the steering wheel and i just said what's wrong like i was asking myself what's wrong and i literally just broke down and i said i need help yeah i think i I was in the car it it seemed like forever because after that like my mom called me and she's like where are you you're not home you should be home already Mm -hmm. and i was talking on the phone with my mom and i was i was you know i couldn't even speak Mm. because I was like so devastated and she's like where are you I'm gonna go get you I'm fine I'll go home right now she said you can't drive where are you and I'm like just just give me a moment I'll call you if I need you to pick me up I'm at school she's like okay call me Mm -hmm. so then after that I I think I took a little bit longer she kept calling me but I at that time I had ever like put the phone down or whatever and I'm like no I don't want to talk to nobody
0: Mm.
1: and then after that I I just literally just drove home and I told my mom "I, I need help I just need help. So what kind of help did you get? I went into therapy. I went into therapy. Um just pretty much any medication? No. Hmm. That was like my last resort. I wasn't I didn't want any medication. I just hmm. wanted to see what else it could do mm-hmm. to myself, you know, therapy or whatever. And, and therapy I, can be very And it was very very powerful. Very powerful yes, mm-hmm. and very helpful because I pretty much all the hurt and anger I had inside me I pretty much just let it all out right there. Every time I would go to the, the to the place, I always felt a sense of relief. So I, so I kind of felt that. Up. I kind of felt at, at the first the first couple of, of um, sessions, I didn't. I was always quiet, mm. and like they would force Like like they would ask me, and I'm like, I can't talk. Well, well, say one or two. I'm like, well, I just can't. And I would say like one or two sentences or whatever. But then after that, I'm like, no, this is too much. And I would just sit back and just listen to everybody else, cause everybody else we didn't know each other. The, 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 those people were not never gonna see me again. Mm-hmm. So then I felt like, you know what? They're never gonna see me again. It's it was just let it out, and that's how I felt after that. I just every time I went, I just talked and just pretty much let it out. And I guess little by little, everything that I was holding inside was just you coming let it out, and I just let it out. And I think that's the thing that helped me the most just talking about it because i i had so so many other feelings inside Mm -hmm. that were hurting me Mm -hmm. and i was i never really told anybody anything i always Mm -hmm. kept it to myself yeah like even my mom like i i was close to her in a way but not in the way that i would tell her things
0: Mm
1: -hmm. i'm very private i don't tell a lot of people like my stuff
0: yes you are it's one don't. thing I've and, always thought about you, and that's
1: another thing that my mom's like sometimes says. Well, that's you need to let it out. Like you need to. I'm like I let it out in my own way. I cry at night sometimes. Mm-hmm. I wait till my daughter goes to sleep sometimes, mm-hmm. because I don't I don't like anybody like seeing me that in that way, in that mm-hmm. vulnerable, mm-hmm. vulnerable way. Because mm-hmm. I you know everybody has their moments,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and it's hard. But and a lot of people sometimes see me, and then and my family knew when something was wrong because I'm like a happy person. I'm always you know laughing and outgoing or whatever and if they see something different with me they're like there's something wrong here Mm -hmm. and they would tell me and I would say no but I knew yeah
0: Mm -hmm.
1: you know but but they know they know how I am so when they see something different they're like okay what's going on because there's something wrong so you got and you got through it and I got through it like I say I had I had my help from my mom never gave up on me always pushing me you know and I mean, sometimes you're, you, you know, us, we think like our parents are bothering us or bugging us or pushing us or the metiches, like sometimes we say, mm-hmm. but it's, it's for, it's for the good of us, I think. I know. I plan to be a very metiche parent. Metiche
0: parent. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm going to wear that in the now, even, <laughs> dude, Like I said, I'm 39 and I, I'm still scared of my mom sometimes. <laughs>
0: yeah, Hello. You I know, like it. even, you know. I mean, it took me a while to like actually drink you in guys, front of her. <laughs> you guys, have, as a family, you guys have opened up so much. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember when you got pregnant with Bella. Oh yeah. And uh, Angel good, told me about story. it. <laughs> uh, I know, right? That's another podcast. That's another. We're gonna another, say that. One. That's another podcast. <laughs> no, but no, I remember no. uh, when you got pregnant with her, and Angel called and he told me he's like, oh, you know. Uh, we just had like a family meeting. I guess you guys had like, a family meeting or something uh-huh. and, uh, just, just you guys yeah, you, just Edgar, and your parents and Angel. And, and I guess you told everybody or something Yeah, like Well, that. my
1: mom had taken me to the doctor and, and it was weird because I've played soccer all my life. Uh huh. So I've been playing since I was, I played since I was eight. I was 31. Yes. When I got pregnant with Bella, 30, 31. Mm hmm. I was still playing with Bella while I was pregnant. I didn't know. I found out when I was 19 weeks.
0: You carried so well. I remember. I didn't
1: know. I was pregnant. (laughs) And one day I went to, I think I went to, I don't know if it was the day before I went to go play soccer. And then I got a really bad pain in my stomach. And I was like, oh, I can't play no more. I'm going to sit down. I thought it was cramps. I thought whatever. I didn't think anything of it. And I was fine. And I'm like, okay, I'm not playing no more. Whatever. I went home took a shower, lay down, went to sleep. The next day, got up to go to work. I couldn't get up. I couldn't move. My mom was like, what's going on? I'm like, I don't know. I'm having these really bad cramps. I can't move my legs. I can't, mm-hmm. I can't get up. I need, I need to go to the hospital. I ended up going to the hospital. That's when I found out I was pregnant.
0: But why, what were you having? Was there some kind of complication I was, or something? No. It
1: was I guess it was just I don't know. I don't know how or why Something. or how it happened. Yeah. Pregnancy. Uh-huh. Oh my gosh.
0: But I was like, what the heck? Yes. A big surprise, but so yeah, well it was, a, it was it was it was a really big deal for everybody in your family. Mm-hmm. And and I remember Angel telling me and he was um you guys you guys had some kind of family meeting and out of that meeting came out that You guys were the way I understood it like you guys were gonna get through this together, Mm -hmm. like you guys were gonna unify as a family unit, and you were gonna have this baby, and everybody was gonna be there for you. Yeah, so I told Angel, I said, You need to walk over to your sister and tell her that you love her Mm -hmm. and that you're gonna be there for her. He's like, I'm not doing that. Yeah, I'm like, Angel. Go. She mm-hmm. needs you. She needs you. She she needs they you. They were very Just upset. Go tell her. And so he's like, he's like, no, I can't do that. I was like, okay, text her. Yeah. He's like, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. But this was... Bella's how old now? Bella's eight. Okay, Bella's eight. So at that time, eight She's years ago... She's eight. She's going to be nine in December, going on 30. There's been, <laughs> there's, there's been different things that have happened in your guys' family. We won't get into all that. But, like, that has bring you guys closer. And that was... For me, that was the first time that I... That was one of the first things that I saw... But now, if I were to, t- if that would happen now, and I told, mm-hmm. Angel, I would tell Angel to go tell you that he would do it. He would, yeah, we're a lot closer.
1: Are... We're a lot closer. Yes, we might not show it in like a hey, bro, blah, blah, you know, <laughs> stuff. You know, like a, a lot of people hugs here and there, but we're there for each other. Cause you guys, all three of all three of us are so different, mm-hmm. and we don't have that communication like other families. But Angel knows I have his back. My yes. little brother knows I has have mm-hmm. his back. We don't tell each other often that yeah. we, you know, that we're there for each other, or that we love each other, but we do it in our own way.
0: But I feel like now you guys
1: are—it's a lot different than it was yes. before.
0: I feel like you guys—it is a—it is a, lot, it like is a now, lot different. We're we're, now we're trying, so.
1: we're trying. It's hey, every day, but every I mean, day as long as we're, we're there and we're we know that we're we're there for each other. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I can't I, I can't live I without my brothers. Like you know, mm-hmm. I, we might hate each other here and there. We might bump <laughs> heads, <laughs> you know, because we have we have bumped heads. But even at the end of the day, we're still
0: brothers, you know. Yeah. That, those are my two brothers. They're my little brothers. At the end of the day, all you have is family. Yes. Everybody else could turn their back on you. Mm-hmm. All you have is your family.
1: Mm-hmm. And that's why I don't, I don't, I don't understand some families. You know, they fight and they never talk to each other again. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't think I would ever be do that. Like, be able to do that. Like. If we fight, we're going to figure it out and we're going to be your family. Yeah. Like, I don't care what's going to happen. It like, take like, you time, can still be right, mad at me time. and tell me off or whatever, mm-hmm. but we're still going to be family because we're going to be around. Yeah. Like, it just oh, doesn't, yeah. it, it's no, Absolutely. it's not going to happen. Like,
0: oh yeah, we I have completely... to, like you
1: say, family's going to always be there. Yeah. Can't choose anybody else over family.
0: Oh yeah. I completely agree with you. I, I totally feel you on that. But uh, let's switch gears. Let's talk about um, school. So obviously, <laughs> you got pregnant when you were in high school. high school. That totally threw a wrench, I bet, into all yeah your academic, academic, at least your academic academic dreams. Yeah. So, um, before before you got pregnant, what was your academic plan? Like, did you want to go to college? Or did I wanted you just to, go to go to college, trade school, or I wanted to go to college. What did you want to be?
1: I didn't know what I wanted to be at that time mm-hmm. because I was in a, going back and forth with what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And then I w- was just going for my general, ed- I mean, my liberal arts at, at the beginning. I was just like, okay, let's just take English, math or whatever, just to focus. on oh, so after, after Yeah, after, after that, school. after high school, I said, okay, let's just focus on this and then we'll des- we'll, we'll decide what I wanted to do. So with this City whole college, thing, then? I went, ended up going to a community college. Okay. As you say, my grades just weren't the same. And then I ended up doing homeschooling for a while, so that was even harder because I had classes that I had to actually be in class to do my work, mm-hmm. and there was no way the teacher could teach me at home. Mm-hmm. So my grades were just went down for like a couple
0: classes. But you graduated. But I graduated. You graduated
1: high school. And I graduated fi- with five extra credits, which <laughs> I don't know how, but I graduated with five extra credits. I mean, don't ask no questions. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was like, huh? Okay, fine. That's fine with
0: me. But okay, I mean, cool. I, so I graduated. So you graduated, then you went to and I would, college. Mm-hmm.
1: Community college. And
0: then, uh, so you were just taking general ed Ge- yeah, stuff.
1: Yeah, pretty much. And then I just, um, I think I had a little bit more of a push of my mom
0: to go to school. What did she want you to be? A nurse. A nurse.
1: And so I said, okay, maybe, maybe I'll be something I'll, I'll, I'll like. Maybe I'll something hey. I'll like and let, let's give it a try. So I had already taken some classes that they were asking for the prerequisites because you have to have prerequisites in order to get into the program. So then I focused on that, took those classes, but um, it took me a little while because I was just pretty much taking like half of the classes at really that time, going home with my son, and then I just ended up doing the the nursing for a, for for a year, but it just wasn't for me. Like I just couldn't do it. I would go to the classes, and then once I started going into the hospital, like you know, to do my my time, I would. They would put me with the elderly, and I would go home crying, thinking it was my grandma. So I just couldn't handle the classes and going back and forth and just going home and breaking down. Pretty much every time after a, a, a class like that, I would go home and just cry. Why? It was just too much for me. Like, it was overwhelming. Like, I would see mm. myself in the, in the shoes, and then I would see, oh, that's my grandma. Or, oh, when I, when I started working with, I mean, um, going to school, and we had to do it with the infant, I would see my son and that would just break my heart and like, mm-hmm. I would go home and I'm like oh my god this is not for me Also, oh, like the patient it was just being, yeah dealing with patients I just couldn't leave it all at the, at the hospital or wherever you know I, I would always bring it home and I was like always so stressed and so like overwhelmed and thinking it was my family or mm-hmm. what if my family had to go through that I just couldn't I just I just didn't have that tough skin I guess for mm. f- to deal with patients like that mm-hmm. so I just said you know what mom I'm sorry but I'm dropping out I can't do this How did she take it? She's like, well, I mean, I had already told her that it was kind of of getting tough. And she's like, oh, just wait out another semester. And I think that's why I went the whole year. Because I would have dropped out the the first semester. But she kind of was like talking to me and asking me, you know, telling me, okay, let's just do it. Let's just finish it. So she kind of pushed me a little bit. Mm. But then at the end, I was like, you know what, mom, I tried, but it's not for me. I Mm. just can't. I'm sorry, but I can't do it. Mm. I can't. So then what did you do? And then after that, what did I do after that? I think I just kept going to school, but I just still wasn't sure what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And then I think I did massage therapy Mm -hmm. for a little bit. My knees after soccer just were not the same. And I just Mm -hmm. couldn't, I couldn't be standing and doing massages Mm -hmm. for a long time because my knees would just buckle and it was Mm -hmm. just like too much for my my whole body. It was just like too much. So I was like, all right, what? Well, this is this isn't working. I want to do it, but it's mm-hmm. not working, mm-hmm. you know. So then I think I ended up doing what else did I do? What else did I try and see if I wanted to do it? I think it was no physical therapy, mm. but it wasn't physical therapy. It was um, what do you call it? What do you call it when you when somebody like has a stroke and then you have to reteach them? Oh, rehabilitation? Yeah, some, something like that in that, in that whole setting. Mm. But I think I took one class and I was like, oh, no, this is not, no, this is not what I want. <laughs> and then I think I stopped going to school. I just said, you know what? This isn't for me. I just need to work. Mm-hmm. Forget my, wasting my time in school.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Not for me. Let's go to work. Yeah. And I think I was just going from work to work to work. Like from to job see, To job. you know, to a job to a job to see what I like. I worked in lawyer's office, just different medical offices, just different offices Mm that I was like, what am I doing? And I'm, I just didn't know what I wanted Mm -hmm. to do. Mm -hmm. And I remember my first job was as as an instructional aide. I did that for four years and I loved it. I loved it. I loved, you know, helping children, Mm -hmm. but I just never went to school for it. Mm -hmm. I just said well, my mom wants me to do this. Let's just do this, mm-hmm. and then everybody just kept telling me, "Well, you you know, focus on the money, money wise. Do this for the money. Do this for the money." And I'm like, "Well, I don't want to just do it for the money. Mm-hmm. I want to be happy in in the job that I want."
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: And then I remember I was I laid off for a couple of of like months here and there, and then I would go to school and just take classes for whatever. But it I just I was not feeling it. Mm-hmm. I wasn't focused. My mom was just not there. Mm-hmm. And then one job, I was at Home Depot. This was, this was like before, before, no, I was after Bella was born. Yeah. After Bella was born, I was working at Home Depot and um, it just got to that point that I didn't want to do that. And then I had a lot of problems with my, my manager
0: at, and Home, I Depot. Wa- at
1: Home Depot And there was one time that they, that she pretty much accused me of stealing money. And I was like, well, you can check the the cameras. Because I was the the last one to count or close up one of the registers and money was missing. I was like, well, you can check me. You can check that. You can check everything. I don't care. Check my my locker or whatever. They didn't find anything. I didn't do anything. But even like that, they let me go. Hmm. I was like, all right, well, fine. And I was like, okay, what am I going to do now? And then that's when my mom's like, well, go back to school. I'm like, and do what? And she's like, what do you want to do? What is Mm -hmm. it that you want to do? And I said, you know what? I'm going to go back for for teaching. How old were you when that happened? This was? Like you were 30. What is it? Like uh, three, four years ago when I did this? Four years ago? Like 35. 35. Yeah, 35. Mm -hmm. And I I said, you know what? I'll focus in school. I'll get this done. It's mm-hmm. gonna take me two years. And I said, you know what? Whatever. I've already wasted so much time. Like, I, I mean, in my in point of view, I saw it mm-hmm. that I wasted so much time in my life. I said, yeah yeah que. Que. Yeah mm-hmm. two, two more years, yeah. Que.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I did. I went to school and, you know, whatever. And then I ended up losing a year of school mm-hmm. because of the passing of my grandma.
0: Because
1: mm-hmm. I just couldn't focus. Mm -hmm. And so I said, no, I'll take a break. And I told my mom, I'll take a break. But then I ended up going back and I finished it. So, I mean, it took me a while. It took me over 15 years to go back to school and decide to, hey, you know, this is what I want to do. Let's do it. But
0: it was hard.
1: It was hard going back to school after 15 years. Sitting there with young ones. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, what am I doing here? Because I still had to take some English, some math that I still needed that I uh-huh. didn't take before. Yeah. Or that, yes, I have mean, había seen or whatever. Or what so you are with a been bunch been of so mocosos. But the only, the thing was for me that scared me the most of going back to school, starting all over. I was afraid. I was like, oh my God, I have taken so many of these classes already. I have to take them again. That was like my biggest, biggest fear. And I said, you know what? Whatever. Let's just go talk to a counselor and see where it goes. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to take all of the classes. Really? I didn't have to take. Most of the classes that I had already already taken counted for my for my degree.
0: Interesting.
1: I was amazed. I was like, wow. That was like my biggest fear mm-hmm. why I didn't want to go back to school. That's- and I kept telling my mom, like, oh, I don't want to retake all these classes. Mm-hmm. It was too many. Like, no. But when I talked to the counselor, it's like, all you have to take is like, like um, I think I had to take like five or six classes, which was math, English, and like some other ones. Some, and then I had to take the thirty units, which were for the associate for the associates.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what
1: did you get? your And I ended then? up getting my associates, and then I got like certificates, and then other degrees <laughs> and other diplomas, and I don't know. I got like so many like stuff out of that <laughs> because I already had my other classes. So what did so you get? It was your preschool, preschool childhood mm-hmm. development, child development. Okay. Yeah. So I was like, "Oh, okay." And then i said, like, "Oh, okay, I rock."
0: <laughs> You're like I'll take
1: it. I was like, "I'll take it." I'm like, after all this time, like all of a sudden now I have you know
0: but, degrees and it's again, behind me. I said, like "I messed up your graduation." Remember?
1: Oh yeah. I like, "Yeah, I was born when I was supposed to go graduate," <laughs> and I just said, "You know what? I'm not going to my graduation because <laughs> nobody was gonna go." I'm
0: like, no, I'm just. Oh, and you were you you were so sweet, Vivi's. You didn't I, tell me. No, I didn't care. I was like, no, I'm gonna. You didn't tell me till afterwards. Till after. Yeah. And I was like, what are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> and then you're like, yeah, don't worry about it. Don't Aww. worry about it. I mean, it
1: was a big thing, but it wasn't like, I'm gonna miss, my, you know, my yeah. nephew being born, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. And helping you guys Yeah.
0: to be there for Theresita, you, you know? Yeah, you took care of that Because I took care of that
1: and I'm like, yeah. of course. If I can do it, I don't have anything else to do. It. Don't worry about it, you know? Yeah. It's okay. It's mm-hmm. not a big deal. Uh, thank but, you so yeah. much. I, was, I mean, finally, I mean, it was done.
0: Yeah but I <laughs> I am a firm believer that it's never too late no it's especially never too late to especially, go to especially to go back to school but in general I think in life it's never too late like every day every minute is a new opportunity to start something and like I, I still remember my oldest sister when she graduated from college mm-hmm. and we got to see her walk and there was this man if I remember correctly he was in a wheelchair like he was that old and he, he got out of his wheelchair to walk the stage mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and and Every, like the whole like stadium because it was um i think it was their basketball stadium so the whole stadium erupted when this man walked the stage and i was it was in high school mm-hmm. so i had never been to a college graduation or anything like that and at the time i didn't really understand like why is there making a big ass deal about this man this man graduating, graduating yeah but it was because he was like it's he to was to literally just do it, yeah. like a senior already like he was much older mm-hmm. And he still got his. He still went back to school and got his bachelor's. Like I don't know what his story was. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if he went back or he started brand new or what. Or what? Yeah. But behind uh, it. Yeah. So I'll well, I I that. just never give up. I mean,
1: mm-hmm. if it you know just give it your all. I mean, just focus. Because life it if you happens. Want it. Life happens. Like you know, you just gotta keep going. Some take a break. Some just go through it. But others takes longer than others, and I mean, you just get it done.
0: You mm-hmm. just keep pushing yourselves. So with all of that that happening, schooling, your your beautiful boy, your beautiful <clears> girl <throat> that came into your life, relationships, um, it put a hold on partying, right? <laughs> um, Here, so yeah, did uh, you go on your did you go through your partying stage like your partying days? I partied
1: probably my son. I think he was probably like I wanna say eight or nine. Once he started going back and forth with his dad, I had my weekends and I would go. But it took me a while because it wasn't the same because my friends from high school. I pretty much lost contact with everybody. Okay. Because I was a mom. I didn't have time to party. Like, right. Like, after high school, I didn't have time to, you know, mm-hmm. meet people, would, like, whatever. I mean, if I met them, I met would meet them at school. Hey, let's have lunch or, you know, have coffee. And that was it. Like, I didn't go out after to party because I had my son at home. Mm-hmm. So, I didn't really have that. I think my son was a little bit older when I started to party. Mm-hmm. And this was actually after my other relationship because we went... Because when I got to this relationship, like I didn't have to, that time to like mm-hmm. meet with my friends. Mm-hmm. I went straight to another relationship mm-hmm. and I was with this person for like four years and I was just. And then obviously you're with I was your in the relationship and I was with family. Mm-hmm. And even that, I lost a lot of time with my family because mm-hmm. of the relationship, mm-hmm. which is hard. And yeah. you, you don't see it. Like I say, you don't see it from the inside until you're outside, mm-hmm. you know, and I saw it and I just, I just saw it. And I said, you know, enough is enough. This isn't going anywhere. Like you saw how bad it
0: was for you. Mm-hmm.
1: And I lost a lot of time with my family. I wasn't mm-hmm. close with my family growing up. I started mm-hmm. being close to my family, my cousins, like till after. Like after, you know. My other relationship or stuff and like that. And then you're
0: that. you're lucky because you have a lot of cousins that are around your same age. They're huh,
1: they're around my same age and
0: we're a lot closer to each mm-hmm. other, you know. We
1: partied together, we you know celebrate each other's birthdays mm-hmm. we have our family gatherings and everybody's there we're you know we're it's at that point a party. that we're all you know we drink and just have a good time we love to dance mm-hmm. karaoke karaoke i was, I was that. Say that you know that's our thing <laughs> so we do it so we just get together and we don't have to party with friends we party with our family with our cousins mm-hmm. let's just do it you know but um with this whole pandemic is just giving us a whole other view of what is really important, which is your mm-hmm. family, yeah, because those are the people that are there with you right now, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. But I mean, uh, I don't miss it right now. Mm-hmm. I'm fine being at home. Mm-hmm. Like I don't see myself. Oh you my not god. getting antsy. I'm like, oh my god, I need to go. You know, let's go out of here. Oh my god, I know. I I'm no. I, I'm no. You're I'm good. I've been chilled. I've been fine. Mm-hmm. I mean, I see people posting here and there, and I'm like, oh well, good for them. Have fun. Hopefully, they're safe. Mm-hmm. That's it. But with me, like, I think I've gone out twice, I think, during this whole thing. Whole and
0: pandemic. it's always a bir-
1: someone's birthday mm-hmm. or meeting with a friend, watch a game. Oh, the World Series. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I've been home. I just, mm-hmm. or spend it with my mom. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like family. Mm-hmm. Uncle. My Tio Juan. Mm-hmm. But other than that, That's a party house right that's there. That's a party house. So I don't care what anybody like, says. That's, that's a party that house. That was like our go-to. During this whole <laughs> pandemic, that was our go-to. Go to my Tio Juan. Let's <laughs> hang out for a little bit.
0: Can you imagine your Theo Juan in college? He'd be like a frat guy. He'd be, to make, his house would be a frat house. Frat
1: house, huh? Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. so yeah, that's how, that's how the primos have it. So I'm pretty sure Monco would have it like that too. Shoot.
0: He's so <laughs> that's funny. a fun house. Just, man. But yeah. All right. So let's quickly talk about soccer. Because soccer is a big part of your guys' family. You've been playing We old? I was
1: eight when I started playing. We grew up with it. My mm-hmm. We started playing in AYSO.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and we just... That was our go-to every, every weekend. Games, our families. Because most, most of our cousins played soccer.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And my grandma. It was a family event. It was like a pretty guys. much a family event. Mm-hmm. One would play. And then we were like, okay, well, what time is so-and-so playing? Or what mm-hmm. time is so-and-so playing? Mm-hmm. Or where are they playing? Mm-hmm. Most of the time, we all played in the same park. Mm-hmm. So we would go to. If I played early mm-hmm. and the next one was after me, then we would go to the next field. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just go from field to field, pass it on. Because my grandma loved it. My grandma, was, my grandma always lived with us. So mm-hmm. my mom would always take her. So she was there. So, of course, everybody would come and say, Grandma, oh, Grandma, you know, how are you? And blah, blah, blah. Are you going to watch me? And if two people were playing together, sometimes my grandma's like, well, I'm staying over here. It's like, why? And then we would all get upset if she was not watching us. <laughs>
0: That's you know?
1: So because, like, so-and-so is playing at the same time. And Grandma's at one field, but she's not on the other. Like, why? But it was just a whole, yeah, whole weekend thing. Saturdays. Cause you even played after high school. I played after high school. Cause I okay, my freshman year I went to Lowe's, and then um, my sophomore to senior I went to Santiago. So at Lowe's I played soccer, but the team really sucked. At San at Lowe's. At Los Amigos. Okay. So then I moved to Santiago, and the team really sucked there too. <laughs> That's when I ended up going to basketball because I was like, I want to do something, but I'm not playing soccer because these both teams sucked. I'm like, I'm no, I'm not dealing because I was not used to losing. Like, my okay. teams were always pretty good. So I was uh-huh. like, no, I'm not, uh-uh, no, I'm not dealing with losing every game. I, so I was so like, funny, no, I'm not doing this. So I just ended up playing basketball. And the only reason I played basketball was because of one of my friends. She, she got you into tr- it. She was going to try out and she wanted me to try out.
0: Basketball and soccer are in the same season? Season. They are. That's, yeah. So I was like, I'm not playing soccer, so I'll go to basketball. I'm like, fine. I'll go with you.
1: And then next thing you know, I make it and she doesn't. Really, and I was like, "Oh crap!" My well, should I? Can uh, to me, I was like, "I'm not playing because you're, you're the one that wanted to play, not really me. I just wanted to go with you." And she's like, "No, you need to play because I didn't make it, but you made it, so you need to play." I was like, "Oh, that was really all cool, right, fine. fine." So I ended up, you know, sticking with it. That's but, really, but cool. yeah, but it wasn't really my cup of tea. Like, I I was not really into basketball. I was more of soccer because mm-hmm. I was playing outside mm-hmm. too. So yeah, but I just wanted to keep busy and like do something, mm-hmm.
0: and yeah, so soccer is like been in our family my dad played it what do you think you've learned about soccer like i mean obviously it's probably helped you to keep it and at that time because i know when i first met you you were you were super fit you were very thin (laughs) super fit Mm. and but what else like what like what are the things that soccer in your life like shape do you feel anything
1: just, I mean, having that team, having that support. But I always, always had it. But then I was, I met new people and had the support there. Mm-hmm. So everybody was always nice. Everybody was always like, you know, very positive. And you just learned just working as a team wherever you went, you were gonna work mm-hmm. at a team. So,
0: so I know the the guys like Angel says there was always fights. Like not always. Um, That's an exaggeration. I remember a couple fights. of
1: my fights. Like, Say it again. I remember a couple of our and our team really? fights. Really. We had a good team when we were older, like uh, I'm going to say when we were like 14, 14, 15 around there. We had a really, really, really good team. And we would always go to different schools to play. And there was just this one team that was always mad. Like Contreras. Contreras. Even the parents were always talking, you know, crap to us. (gasps) Wow. That day, everybody got into it. We threw blows. Wow. For a, for a good 15 minutes. Yeah. Wow. Till like, I, I, I don't know if the police came or the security that were there came to stop it because if not, that would have continued to mm. that scene. And then when I got a little bit older and I played um, outside league, the Mexican leagues, mm-hmm. those were another stories. Because we, we would play with older ladies and those ladies did not like when we played and we would beat them and mm. we would play better than them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And they would even get upset. Mm. There was one time that there was this girl on the floor and I kind of like went over her not to step on her and I almost fell trying to not step on her and they all pushed me and they they, they were like trying to beat me up because they thought that I stepped on her right here. I was on like, dude, dude. I go, I'm go, i mean, I'm mean, but I'm not that mean. And I'm not going to be shady like that. I'm not going to be like, oh my God, I'm going to beat you up and I'm going to stomp on you because you're on the floor. No, I tried to avoid her. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how she's like, you know, somebody else stepped on her because I didn't and i was like i did not step on her i did not hit her after that i just remember everybody jumping on me really it was bad oh my
0: god yeah i would never but it was think it was that. just it just
1: never, got to, it just got to that point that i mean i wasn't a fighter but if you found, if you looked for me you would find me like i was course. not going to let anybody you know
0: mm-hmm.
1: and it's crazy because i would always, i was always scratched up no. i used to love sliding so every game I would slide, like have slide, like slide or whatever to like stop the person. And I would have scratches on my thighs, either my left one or my right one. Interesting. Didn't matter which one, but every game I had to slide. I did not care. I had to slide.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And it was mostly because I was, I would always play as defense. So I was pretty much like the last person to go before they scored a goal. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, this person's not going to pass me. I would slide. And that's how we'd get them. Mm. And then I remember playing, Um, I think it was a six-on-six six, six team. A smaller field. You couldn't slide right there. I hated it. I hated playing six-on-six.
0: Because
1: six. Mm. I was like, what do I do? Because, I mean, the cancha's the, kind of smaller. Uh-huh. But I was just like, man, I can't slide. And, like, the first time that I was trying to get used to it, I would slide. And they were like, okay, you can't. They would kick me out. And I'm like, oh, man, this is horrible. So I had to kind of, like... Get into the whole switch your game. system, switch up the game and do something else. And I was so used to all kicking the ball hard because I was defense. So I had to like mm. pretty much get it out of our field, like our side. Mm-hmm. So when I was playing six on six, sometimes I would like kick it and it would go over. I'm like, oh, sorry. <laughs> like I'm, I just had to like control my game and just, you know, <laughs> to play the six on six. It was just a lot different. Do but, you ever think you'll play again? No, I don't think so. I always say I wanted to go back when I had my daughter to go back and play again it just never happened and I just never went but right mm-hmm. now I'm so out of shape it, I, there's no way I can't I can be like <laughs> two minutes in, I'll be like coach
0: I'm yeah, done it, I'm
1: done <laughs> like no I can't yeah because I would play at least, at least three times a week wow and that's how my brother was too I don't know my um, so my brother Angel, he was like that too. And I was like that too, play, you know? Sometimes we would play like you the know, six on six and then Saturday I and Sunday. I never got to see him play. No? I never got to
0: see him play. Mm-mm. When I met him, he was still playing, but I was in college. Mm, so you never got that chance. Yeah, I never saw him play. Yeah. But anyways, uh, let's, let's end with talking about your goals. I want you to share what your short-term goals are. So what you want to get done by like the end of 2021. It's so like in a year. And then your long-term goals, like what you want to get done within the next five, ten plus years. What do you? What are they?
1: Well, I guess my long-term would be have a uh, my own home to have okay. with my with my daughter. Mm-hmm. My son's 22, but I would still probably have a room for him mm-hmm. <laughs> so he could come. That would be mm-hmm. my long to have my home. My home. Um, I'm not gonna say marriage or finding a person because it's not really a goal. Like I, if it happens, it happens. Like I, I don't see myself like actually happening anytime soon so i don't see like
0: so but you're you're content i'm content anybody in like for the rest of your life you'd be fine i'd
1: be fine i think i mean right now i'm okay Mm -hmm. i'm not Mm -hmm. missing that i mean there there's moments that you miss having that Mm -hmm. you know special Mm -hmm. someone during the during the the, these seasons right now the holiday (laughs) season cupping season but other than that i don't know i think i'm fine Mm -hmm. i think i'm fine because like i don't have to tell anybody where i'm going i don't have to tell anybody what i'm doing or where i spend my money or also vice versa <laughs> you
0: you worrying where they where are they are or, or what they're you know, doing yeah, or who yeah. they're talking
1: mm-hmm. to or yeah. stuff like that i no, i don't i don't i don't so need that <laughs> so i'm good um so something short term short term i guess get my business started the sculpt it up with sylvia that i just started which mm-hmm. is body sculpting just get that done and start getting customers getting clients mm-hmm. I, i'm looking forward to that something new that I during this pandemic, I made the choice to take a, take a take a course of it and I said, you know what I have the time, I have the money, let's do it now. let's mm-hmm. let's invest in this business and just get it done. Mm-hmm. So just getting it started and just we'll doing that, that for now I'm looking forward to doing that yes. okay. It's exciting it's pretty much happy something you. new mm-hmm. because with my other job just getting laid off was kind of hard, which took me forever to get into that whole school but i mean I, like you say things happen for a reason i'm a br- uh, really big believer that things happen for a reason and mm-hmm. when one door closes another one opens and you just have to roll with it and just do
0: it get it done mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. not not stay in one spot yeah not will say keep growing keep improving mm-hmm. yeah. regardless yeah. of what's going on with us so yes Anyways, girl, i wish you all the best of luck Thank you, thank you, thank thank you you so much for taking some time and getting this podcast done with me. You're very welcome. It was my pleasure. (laughs) This this went by really quick. (laughs) It's gonna be so easy to edit (laughs) because we just talked and talked and then we're good. So, anyways, all right, bye, bye. (laughs) Thank you for having me.
1: Until next time.
0: Yes. Part two. Yes. Part two coming. Because, you know, we could be here all (laughs) night. (laughs) All right. Bye. 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 See you guys. (laughs)